Terms back in this thing, episode five. Episode five, fourth yeah. quarter of 2021. It is the fourth quarter, <laughs> it is 2021. 2022, coming here quick. I'm gonna lie to you. Y'all got how many months to get it right? Y'all got three months. <laughs> Shit. Go hard or go home. What Frank Ocean say it's been a pretty fucking fast year to flew by. <laughs> Where is he at? Man, nigga. We ain't seeing Frank Ocean. No you, time nah, soon. you know he's doing Coachella 2020, 2022, right? I seen that. But we not seeing him in the meantime, no time. He, boy, I, he may drop some singles. He I may. don't think we get enough. Do people want to see Frank Ocean, though? You know, I think that's a good conversation because, honestly, I think we're the last generation that holds Frank Ocean close. These new kids, they don't care about Frank. They don't. They don't. Novocaine? That's, that's like... Phew. We can care less. Yeah, they don't. They don't uh, care about, don't Frank. about Frank. Yeah, I think we're the last ones holding on to that. That's sad. End of an era. Yeah. Moment of silence. But the CLB though. CLB goes crazy. Yeah. Album of the year. Album of the year. Okay. Nobody gonna shock album us. Album for. Album for right now. The only person that can shock me would be. I can't go big on big, so I'm gonna say nah. Album of the year. I'm this I think this album of the year. I, I don't even the, think Jay got it in him to to pull one off this year. No, th- Jay's not gonna give us nothing. So yeah, album of the year. I'm going with it. Yeah, this is it. This is it. I mean, we had time to sit with the album, listen to it, take it in, live good. with it. It's real good. This is my thing. I want y'all to stop giving reviews as soon as the album come out. Even a day is not too... A day is too short to You need to listen the to the album at least one time in your car before you just go ahead and try to give a review. I feel that. I feel that. For shit show. Because you got to hear how it's high in the wheel. Hmm. I don't and then I ain't gonna say this. If it's an album like Drake's, you gotta hear how it sound out in the clubs. Right. When you go into these little spots, you gotta hear how it sound. Cause if it don't sound all the way right, then that's how you really gonna know. If they not playing the album, a hype album, the day that you go out, it's not it. You know who I'm thinking about, right? Who? <laughs> you know a tweet I'm thinking about, right? Pull up the tweet. But in the meantime, <laughs> I'm gonna say this. When Kodak dropped that out, uh, uh, No Flocking, they played it all the kickbacks. Yeah. When they played, when he dropped No screw, Flocking, Screw, Screw, yeah, yeah, all that. They played that. was the time. Man. Yeah, they played that. That was the time. You know shout out, I mean? shout out, BJ. Shout out to BJ. That man said, thought CLB was gonna hit harder in the strip, but the ladies could have been tired. Long weekend. Long weekend. Labor I, Day. They played it out. I'm tired of shaking my ass, boss. To to, to Drake, <laughs> boss. I didn't shake my ass. Three songs in to this song, boss. That was yeah. pretty funny earlier when we was on the phone and we was talking huh. about the strip. I ain't gonna bring it up, but we talked about the strip earlier and that was really funny. Yeah, that was funny. It's all fair shit. Yeah, it's all fair shit. <laughs> Memorable quotes though. <laughs> Y'all had to give me a body though. <laughs> I said that I was just gonna be nigga call me on my break and I'm just at the strip club like uh what was it? Huh. I'm just uh I'm just right here out. seeing I'm just here seeing what they in here doing. <laughs> yeah. The strip, the strip the can strip, be a dangerous don't, place. Don't go to no strip club, bro. If you ain't up into a strip club, you don't need to go. Cause Houston got the ratchet ones and yeah, you, you don't have an gonna experience. be in your break like I've heard. I'm just in here seeing what they in here doing today. I don't like. I much. just ordered a quick six piece. I'm gonna be out of here I'm a little be bit. Out of here a little bit. I just want to see what they doing today. Nothing major. 
<laughs> Matter of fact, what's good? I didn't even know Dream Wings was owned by the Club Dreams. Yes, people didn't want to go to no way. Want to go to the strip club and get the wings, so they made their own separate entity. Where no it way, Dream Wings. That's why it's called Dreams. Wow. Good shit, Nigel. Because I didn't know that. He was saying fun like, fact. You know we're gonna get we know we're gonna get you right with the with the fun fact. Niggas didn't want to go to the club to order the wings. They yeah. made their own separate place and it's called Dream Wings. Wow. That's wild. Dream Wings. How, how you feel about their wings? I never had them before. Somebody they're else kinda, told me. They're alright. I feel Shout like out I to still the person that told me though. I still one. haven't found that wing place in Houston. Like that one that's gonna just be like, hey, they never gonna miss. I've been eating too much Wingstop to feel like I need a local spot where I go for Wingstop right now. No Kizzy. I mean the right Wingstop hits, but I'm saying like the youth got me saying no Kizzy. Lord <laughs> Jesus, go ahead, <laughs> go ahead, bro. Yeah, I don't, I don't have a faithful wing spot I can like pull up on. That's missing in Houston area. If you got one, send the DM to me send immediately. It. It's it. an emergency, please. So what's your what's your take on CLB? CLB, um, I mess with it, man. I like it. Uh, the features was good. Um, Drake was good. The lyrics was good. I think Drake has, uh, he has that unique power where people are listening to the lyrics. Think how much hip hop is out now, where people really just nod in their head. They don't know what the rapper's saying. I don't. I don't really be knowing what Dirk be rapping about sometimes, or Baby. But I think when Drake talks, you know, we listen. So this is an album where I was to all ears, man. Really by the, the second, third listen, I was like, okay, this is really good. Because I'm listening to all 21 songs. And I, think, I got a new favorite song every day, so. Wow, I think I'm on a 21-day 20 day run where I'm trying to find a new song every day I like. Mm -hmm. uh, today would be uh, The Remorse. I love The Remorse. Yeah. Uh, My pick is In Too Deep for today. In Too Deep. Pop that shit. Pop that shit. Yeah, that's it. Little baby on Post Oak. <laughs> you a little Post Oak baby. You a little Post Oak baby. Hey, you know what's crazy, though? Huh. I will say this. He He's very clever in his lyrics. Uh, he has stated a lyric, and he was saying, he said something, and then he meant to say, well, he didn't meant to say, he dropped a beat, it got quiet, and like, if you from Houston, you said Rocket. He was like oh. blasting off like a yeah. like bro. If you if you yeah, he if did. you your yeah. first time listening to that song, yeah. you said Rocket, and then you was he came back with the I next verse. That. I peeped that. And I, I kind of like that was on into deep. Yeah, yeah, I kind of like laughed. I was like, bro, you know what you know what you doing. You know what you doing. If you he had there. the CLB party here in Houston, that was, was live, and yeah. I see people actually going. So yeah, y'all made it trophy. Shout out to uh, Baby Tom Sosa. I mess with her too. I'm not familiar with her. This is Rodden. Who is this? Baby Tom Sosa. That's her name. Baby X Sosa. Okay. <laughs> hmm. New sounds. Still stuck on the CLB, though. It's hard for me to get off of it's it. It's hard. It got me in a chokehold. Another yeah. question, though. Do you think that Dirk verse was good? I seen people saying that they didn't want Dirk verse on that in the Bible. I like Dirk. I, I, I think Travis. I didn't need the Travis Scott. I didn't need it. It didn't really bother me. I, I have heard some people say that they didn't really like that, but it didn't bother me like I thought it was. Go ahead. So, if you could replace any song on that album with another song off of Dark, what was it called? Dark Lane Demo Tapes. What would you replace on the album, CLB? I need that Chris. I need that uh, first time too. in a long time. Not you yeah, I need that. Okay, we on the same page. Yeah, I need that. Eye to eye. That was and and I think too, with the album being called Certified Lover Boy, it's such a unique album title name where, you know, I feel like it's a little more R and B could have been on there, but I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it at all. I'm not I'm, mad I'm at it. I'm sitting with it and I'm settling with it and I'm happy. But I will say this: if he would have put that Not You Two on there, yeah, with Chris Brown right after Into Deep. Boy, <laughs> hey, right. I'm talking about that. Hey, yeah, because yeah. you gotta think about everybody that didn't hear that that album though, like that that particular album. Yeah. But you know that's good marketing though, because then you can go back and be like, yeah, he actually got something with Chris Brown. Go to this album. 
That was just last year. That, that feels like forever year. ago. So, yeah. I can see why he didn't do it, but if he would have did it, it would have took it. Yeah. Yeah. Because honestly, Dark, there was Dark Lane demo tapes. Yeah. That also could have been CLB. Because I'm looking at that. I don't that. think it could have. I'm looking at that. No. I'm like that. I'm outside the AMG. Not you Some too. songs could have made it. But he, I'm going to say this. It couldn't it, have been it CLB. Fit that, it fit that moment, though. That yeah. Dark Lane demo it tapes, it, it, it did fit that. That aesthetic, that whole vibe, it fit that. It couldn't be CLB, but he had. To, I see his. He's so strategic with it, where I think he knew he had to release that first before CLB, because a lot of those songs channel some CLB energy. I'm outside in the AMG. I'm the certified lover boy. Come on, what are you talking so, about? Okay, that's that's good. We're going somewhere. He's 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 so deep. He's so deep strategically, Drake, where he knew he had to get those songs off. Like if He's you if you really bag. been following the midterms, you know we we dropped that Drake the leaks. Like we dropped it. We dropped some of these it. songs ended up on this the, new album yeah, and the last two albums. Yeah, and we dropped the leaks. We gave y'all the leaks. We gave y'all the leaks a and, year and I'm ago. Gonna, I'm gonna tell you when we gave it to you. We was watching the last dance when we gave y'all the leaks because that was the whole vibe. Yeah. Last dance and the Drake demo yeah, leaks. Like we yeah. leaked that hoe. Yeah, literally we leaked. We we damn near leaked did. CLB. We did. We did. We, we did. damn near leaked CLB. Yeah. We damn near leaked. No, I'm not gonna say CLB. We leaked Drake. 2020 to 2021 catalog. Yeah, I we mean, and, and no changes really, because no that TSU was not around on. Oh yeah, that is the exact same. We was yeah, in the bag. Dang, we was in the bag. We was deep in the Louis bag. Yeah, but he, we you know oh, what we still haven't got. Times. We getting money now. You know what we still haven't got? We still haven't got that vital. This shit is vital. Vital, maybe on vital. That's you know he took that off the internet right? Leo, cause that that one's supposed to release. It was something we got else, it. It was something else on there that was that we was supposed to get, but we didn't get it. Drake vital. I, I would say this though, Drake has a tendency of doing this though, and it's it's a strategic it's a strategic mm-hmm. move that he does. Yeah, he drops an album that's kind of commercial, then he gets personal. He drops an album that's commercial. Then he gets personal. What's the last commercial Drake album? The last commercial Drake album was... Um, I'm going to fact check that right now because I want this to be... I know what it is. Okay, well, tell me so I can... It's Views. 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 Last... It's Views with, yeah, yeah, with yeah, Highline yeah, Bling, yeah, 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 yeah. One Dance. Yeah, so look. He drops... Okay, you drop Take Care. You backdoor with Nothing Was The Same. Then you give us If You're Reading This, It's Too Late. That's yeah. your three. Your first commercial was Take Care. Your your more personal was Nothing Was The Same. And your kind of compilation was If You're Reading This Is Too yeah. Late. Then you backdoor and drop. You drop uh, What A Time To Be Alive. Mm-hmm. Kind of commercial. It's kind of commercial. What A Time To Be Alive with you in future. Yeah, it was commercial. commercial. It was commercial. Then you drop views. For the fans. Personal views was personal. Views was very personal. No, but see, I, that's where I'm saying Western views. Flows? Yeah, but I'm saying views was more commercial because of Hotline Bling. That was Drake's biggest song up to up to that date. Like that that single carried that album, which made it commercial. Those kids were doing that dance with the little hands and okay. all that. That was a time. I understand. So if you could reverse the roles, because he's doing, he's he got six albums. Okay. So, if you could reverse the roles for What a Time to Be Alive to Views, which one is more commercial? It's no longer right answer. Just your personal preference. My personal preference, I'm saying Views is more commercial because white people aren't ready for future. White folks not ready for future, bro. What, what were we listening to on Digital Dash, Big Rings, Live and Dominic and Dancing? What, what's, get a plastic bag. Okay. Okay, okay. Okay. I Come understand on, that. Now. I understand that. So, we're going to say Views. Yeah. Ah, that messed up the whole thing. I feel like Drake, what Drake does Side is note, I'm he sorry. gives us... Go ahead. Do white people listen to Future? Hell yeah. Yes. I don't... They listen. White people really know Future Catalog? Yes. Okay, go ahead. What I'm saying is Drake does this thing where he give us a commercial album, a deep album, and a compilation album. It's been proven. He gave us What a Time to Be Alive, Views, and then More Life. 
compilation album. More Life is a compilation. You give us Scorpion, album? Care Package, uh, Dark Lane Demo, Certified Lover Boy. Out of those two albums, well, okay, let's just do uh, Scorpion and Care Package. Care Package, compilation album. Yeah. Scorpion, it was, it was more so of a... Are we picking up on his rollout strategy? Yeah, so that's why I'm trying to pick, figure out what's next. Because I really don't know what's next. Are you going to give us a compilation album? Because you gave us Dark Lane demos. That was kind of like... Compilation. Compilation. So now you gave us this. So now your next album got to be kind of... Now this, Certified Loverboy, we can we can classify this as an album. This Bro. is something that you would want on vinyl. This is something that where you pull this out, I think this is going to A, show nicely, and even the cover, because y'all are making such such a big deal about this cover situation, is going to age so nicely, because when you're kids, when you pull this out, you'd be like, hey, if you got this, if you got Certified Lover Boy on vinyl, and you pull this out with the record, your kids are going to be like, what, who is this on the cover? Your kids aren't going to be using the same emojis See. from this time that we're using that's gonna age gracefully bro see and i think i think we put too much emphasis on it. okay of course i was like bro really serious with the cover yeah he was i see the marketing tactic of it i see yeah. a lot of companies doing it uh we done it as well as a company right so i could see the marketing behind it right but when it comes down to looking at the covers and stuff um is album art important yeah it is because it ages gracefully, it ages well, it ages like wine. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It, the music is good. The album art is gonna age. Yeah, good. The, the music same, has to be good. The same though. way with graduation. Yeah, with Kanye, nigga put a teddy bear on the album, bro. Yeah, but the guess what? It stood up because the music was good. Yeah. Now if the music was bad, people would be like, bro, this man put a teddy Facts. bear on an album. Facts. Like, you know what I mean? Nah, it's trash. Yeah. So, it's the same thing with uh. I'm gonna I'm gonna give uh, Earth Wind and Fire a shot. Mm. Earth Wind and Fire. Have you seen their album covers before? They're all of them are amazing. Okay. They're amazing. Okay. They make me want to listen to the music. Exactly why? Because the music is good. Good. Yeah, it is. If if it wasn't good, you'd be like. I like that reference. Like you looking at that. If if you don't know that the music yeah. is good, you're looking at the like, bro. What, what is, is that? this? You know what I'm saying? So we're looking, at the, we're looking at the album cover "I Am" by Earth, Wind, and Fire, and but, I'm basically my whole thing is if your if your music isn't good, yeah, the album cover is sucks too. It sucks too. Yeah, it does. You're right. You're right. I'm looking. You look at NBA YoungBoy, his album covers. You be like, bro, what the fuck is this? You know what some the of the best album art? You know some of the best album art is to me. Who? When Gucci released "Lean Weed Amali." Okay. Yeah, I like that. I like that. I really like that. Okay. Those were some good, like those tapes. That was my wild era, and it was because of some of that album art. I'm gonna tell you this: I my, lived my best years looking at some of that album my, art. My wild album art times was Sosa had some crazy album Sosa. art. Sosa, Sosa, Cheeky. I literally was Cheeky. <laughs> Cheek I remember me, that I'm Nigel. Him. Yeah, Nigel went through an era where he was really Keith. Cheeky, Keith, me, I'm him. <laughs> like. <laughs> We traded spots, bro. Me and Chief Keith was the same person at a point in time. We probably still are the same person. I don't Keith's know. Keith's in Los Angeles and his mansion chilling, yeah, playing like, playing Xbox. Yeah, and getting a bag. So I respect Facts. that. Um, but yeah, Drake album, nevertheless, is amazing. Ten. Ten, ten out of ten. I'm giving it to him. I, I agree. I'm giving it to him. I he, agree. He's going to get the ten out of ten for me. Um, he talked about some real stuff on there, too. If anything, what do, what do you think was What's that line? I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, no, no. Speak. What's that line that he said about his therapist? I think that was the line that touched uh, the string with me where he was like, I hear my therapist. therapist. Oh, yeah, when the decisions I'm making. Look, That was look on uh, 7 a.m. Brittle Path, right? right? No, I'm going to I'm going to fact check it. Okay, but yeah. I think, I think this album, I seen someone say that he wasn't, he wasn't, um... He wasn't. He didn't put his emotions into this album. He just what? gave us this. And I was what, like, what were bro, y'all Drake to? was literally on this album being the most transparent as he can be. Yeah. Like, have y'all heard any of these songs? He said, "My therapist voice is making the choices for me." Exactly. <laughs> what song was that? That song was Champagne Poetry. Champagne Poetry. That's the entry. The entry. Hey, oh, let's real whoa. quick whoa. before we fade off. Whoa, Drake intros are crazy. His endings are crazy. Too. I still think that Tuscan leather got me in a chokehold. 
Because that's really the time for uh, cologne. Yeah, yeah, that's the fragrance. Yeah. Like you can't go. Time for Tuscan leather smelling like a brick. brick. What do you say? Even, Even Ellen DeGeneres love our shit. shit. Yeah. Yeah. He he goes he his yeah. intros are crazy. His intros are crazy. He he drops way too good intros. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Drake, bro. Like you you did it on this one. I think it actually captures the moment. And that's why people love it so much. And we're not even going to spend too much time on this, but it, it definitely washed Donda. I heard it already went gold. The album already went gold. It washed Donda. And I think if you from Houston, grab that album a little closer to your heart. Because he was it's for doing us. so many Houston references. It's for us. Uh, TSU, Into Deep. You a little post-on baby. baby. I keep saying it. <laughs> I can't stop saying it. But because I remember when y'all was on Post Oak and I remember the, the club that was on Post yeah. Oak. But yeah. Uh, yeah, Drake did a, a a good job on this album. I have no, no complaints. Bad, no complaints about no it. No complaints. I, I would say this though. What was your worry about it? If you had any worries about Drake dropping the album this year, what did you think he was gonna do wrong? Well, you know, of course, he didn't do it. But he didn't. You? But I, I I would be lying to say that just the anticipation. Anticipation. Okay. Because, you know, we talked about it before. Like, man, when is this album gonna come out? You know, like. Are we waiting too long? I think, you know, a lot of artists toyed with us with album release dates, you know, this year. Like, we still expecting, uh, I know this song. It's Baby Tom Sosa. Yeah, I've, I've yeah. heard this. I've heard this. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think a lot of artists toyed with their release dates with us. We st we're like, we're still waiting for this Magic Kendrick album that we care about or do we not care about or, you know. That's a whole nother conversation. So, uh, let's go ahead and do this. Grand applause for Drake. Yeah. Beautiful album. Thank Beautiful you. album. Thank you. Grammy worthy. Yeah. So, uh, we can hop into the Kendrick and the the TDE movement just for a couple of minutes. Yeah. Um, I think over there at TDE, they don't understand. I, I think they added too many people to that camp. And they don't know how to manage the greatness that they have. I can see that. Like at first, when it started, it didn't. SZA and Isaiah Rashad went in there. Who's the strongest person in that camp? SZA. She has that camp on her back. Like SZA is still signed to TDE. Yeah. SZA. Yeah. Is with TDE with Kendrick Lamar, Isaiah Rashad, J Rock, Schoolboy Q. They're all absolute. They're done. SZA. They're in a different lane now. SZA. And I think I think at that point in time, it was a whole bunch of like, come to the studio and whatnot, at a younger age. With SZA? Younger, yeah. Yeah. Come to the studio. Oh, we got this group joint. Cool. But then I think it got to the point where it was like, bro, people grow up. Just like I seen uh, a yeah. shorty that was on uh, the one you put me on, Yeebo. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I seen her tweet that she was going, but you know, she just have singles right now. Right. She was in college and she was going to Missy Elliott's house. No way. Just to go listen to, like, Missy Elliott no playing old records for her. But this was before her album, yeah. before the Drake feature. That's what's like, up. Like, she was cool with Missy Elliott. Yeah, that's what's up. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like they all had that same kind of relationship at a point in time to Kendrick yeah. and maybe J Rock. Yeah. They used to be going over there just playing music and they'd be yeah. like, oh yeah, join this. Ugh. Yeah, because yeah. it's nothing for Missy Elliott to be like, oh yeah, I got this. But company. you know, I think the exposure gets you. You know, like when when you're around some of these artists, you know, it's hard not to be starstruck. Yeah, it's hard, especially when you, you know, I I think the no baby, matter the artist, I think the no Baby Keem story is crazy. Baby Keem said, you know, he was producing that music for uh for Beyonce's Lion King in his bedroom. Yeah, but then you also I think Baby Keem is. Plugged Ke in. That's Kendrick cousin. But he kept that very low profile for That's a long good. time. I really, and, I really and, and I respect that. that. I, respect I do respect that. that. I haven't tapped into the new album. Y'all let me know. The album just came out today. I don't know when y'all yeah. listen to this. If y'all listen to this. Baby Keem, let me know. Yeah, because I want to get into it, but you know. Yeah. yeah. I'm on my, uh, with music, I be on my, like, rap, gospel, R&B. R&B. Yeah. Like, really R&B. If We're you there. have any R&B artists, let me know whoever you're yeah. listening to, bro. Shout I out just, Ombre. I like Ombre. Ombre. She she dropped nothing but greatness. All the time. Shout out to Rock Nation. She's on the Rock Nation, right? Yeah. Her and yeah. Kaylin Frill, for real. I like both of them. Kaylin Frill, for real. Cash Page. Yeah. Uh, Baby King. They got a camp. Baby King. Camp. Cash Page. Ombre. Mm -hmm. I said Kaylin Frill, for real, right? 
Yeah, they got a count. Yeah, they got a count. Kevin yeah. for real, for real. If you yeah. haven't tapped into him, tap into him. Yeah. Damn, that's pretty stacked. Stacked. The future's looking good. Yeah, it's looking good. I got a question though. Talk to me. I'm trying to see which one I want to go first though, because you brought up Tuscan leather. Mm-hmm. Tom Ford. Mm-hmm. Is there a Pacific fragrance that you're wearing right now? In this season that you're in, <sighs> okay. I'm on. I'm gonna only drop my fragrances because I think I'm finna retire this fragrance. Okay, y'all can have it. The YSLY was holding me down for a long time. Very classic. Mm. Very classic. Sweet smell. Mm. I like a sweeter cologne, honestly. Um. Yeah. So. But I, I, I wanted to, I wanted to get into the Margiela. I smelled the Jazz Club. Mm-hmm. Not really impressed. It was kind of a downer. Kind of a downer. Uh, what else? I, duh, I'm not. I can't drop all my. Don't drop stuff. all the gems. Don't drop. <laughs> they all say you're the not gems. supposed to let you're people know what you smell because, like, bro. I don't want your nigga smell like me. No, we're not. If doing you're wearing Creed, retire. If, even even not a nigga, like even not your nigga, like specifically me talking to a female. Yeah. I'm talking about in general, like bro, I, I have my distinct smelling like y'all. My distinct scent, like I'm That's supposed you. to smell like me. What I smell like. That's just as personal as your signature. So, like your handwritten signature. Exactly. So last fall, I did the. I kept it real simple, but it was my signature smell. I did the Dose uh, Cabana, okay. the blue bottle. I did yeah. that one. Yeah. And then I switched it for the summer. I got the Louis Vuitton after wash. Oh, I was wow. on my Louis Vuitton yeah, after yeah, wash yeah. I remember for the summer. That. Yeah. And then Good now fragrance. in the fall. You got to switch it up due I'm, to the I'm, season. I'm switching it up because you... Some fragrances be so strong <sighs> that you got to kind of keep it... You know what? Honestly, uh, I have a... I have a pretty good uh, f- fragrance plug. Um, shout out to whoever that is. Yeah. You ain't gonna drop no yeah. names. But shout <laughs> I have out a to good fragrance is. plug. Uh, I'm not I'm not into Tom Ford as much as I thought I was gonna be. You know, I love Tom Ford. You know, he's like the perfect gentleman to me. But smelling the fragrances, some of them are a little too musky. I don't, I like, I prefer a sweeter smell, honestly. I really year love, round. I really love a citrus smell. I really love mm. a citrus smell on the body. Mm. I love a Nigga citrus. want to smell like oranges. Yeah, Yee. I do. I want to smell like an orange. <laughs> yeah, orange and a manly smell like citrus. That's me. I smell like yeah, yeah. It smells good. I also believe though, CDG has good cologne. You know they have a. I'm gonna just go ahead and tell y'all they have a cologne. It's called Concrete. I don't know who has it. I haven't smelt it. It's not just sitting around on the shelves at the store. It's definitely an exclusive purchase that you may have to buy online. Does Aesop have a cologne? Yes. And you want to know the Aesop cologne I like? I'm going to drop it too. Y'all getting the good gems today. I just thought about that. Quill. Who? Quill. H-W-Y-L. Wow. Quill. It is a very good fragrance. It's it's unisex, not just for men. Just a good smelling cologne, and I think I'm more interested in unisex colognes. Honestly, I was just finna say that, bro. Like, because sometimes I don't, don't be out here bathing with the suave body for men. You don't want to just all that just smell the same and it smell cheap. I want to smell like something women want to smell. I like. want to smell like whenever I walk past you, like, damn, this nigga smell like right. good. Matter of fact, I know how to put this. When I walk past you, I want you to say, I want him to pick my type of cologne, my, my type of uh, perfume. When when I walk past you, I want you to remember me remember based off me. how I smell. Remember me. Me? It's, it's me. me. Shout out to Drewski. Shout out to Drewski, bro. Shout out to Drewski. Drewski is going to He's like, doing his thing. He's, I just hate his outfits, but, you know. But, Okay. That Tim's, that Tim's little snippet was crazy. Have you seen Drewski as a teenager? It's, as a kid? As a kid. He's funny as fuck. No, I have, like, no, matter of fact, not a kid, a teenager? You haven't seen Drewski as a teenager? Yeah, he's posted some videos on this. Drewski is the kid who was real cool with everybody and low-key used to pull up. Drewski was a kid who had money. You think so? Drewski was a kid who had money and he should pull up and like shit and you'd be like, 
Bro, that's Juski. But it wasn't like he didn't he roared. He was just cool with everybody. And he was very funny, but he was like, bro, that nigga used to always have some shit on. Mm. I seen the picture of Juski, bro. He had on a Ben Trill shirt. And I was like, mm. But he's from Atlanta. And yeah. Honestly, too, like Atlanta, some of y'all get real flamboyant out there. I, I, I follow some of y'all on the gram, so I know what's going on. But. Uh, Shout out to my Atlanta plug, because uh, I mess with you, boy. You can't. <laughs> I mess with you. <laughs> I Bro, you can't half step in Atlanta. I'm you sorry. You can't half step in Atlanta. That shout out to my Atlanta plug for real. <laughs> for real, shout out to my Atlanta plug. Uh, but yeah, that's the fall. That's the fragrance wise. What yeah. about style wise? What style you got wise. going on? Um, more loafers, more loafer game. Uh, oh wow, he was that kid. Okay. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, Drewski like, had shit. Drewski had Not shit. Not just showed me a picture with Drewski with a Ben Trill shirt, some Adidas shorts, <laughs> some, some, threes. some threes with the Nike socks. With a funny shirt. Like, I mean, he's just being funny. I get it. Like, I you get know Drewski. what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, nah, we talking that style shit. And definitely Loafer Gang. I love Sid Mashburn. Um, shout out him. Uh, so that's a, that's a person. His that, name is Sid Mashburn. So he, Sid Mashburn, he has a store. He's like this fit, middle-aged, 50-year-old man. He makes awesome suits, awesome polos, good business casual shit. But at the same time, you can go play tennis in it. Like, you can leave the office, go play tennis, you know, hop in your Beamer and, you know, go get go sporty get Sporty and rich. Sporty and rich. It's great. So, uh, yeah, shout out Sid. Shout good. out to Good, um, right. I peeped that too. Uh, good loafers. I need good sneakers, man. I need some that I'm I'm struggling with the sneaker shit. I'm like teeter tottering. Like, do I want Golden Goose? Do I want Margella? Do I just want to go back to Common Projects? But I feel like I'm missing my Nike and my closet. Like, what, whatever I brought this up to you, but what's that Nike that you want? I need, I want that off white Nike. That's that Nike you want. I just need that one. That's I I I need the Nike Dunks, the off white joints. That's all I want to be need. able. I want to post. I got the Lot Fifteen joints. Yeah, my shit came from Lot Fifteen. Yeah, and yeah. I think that's what it comes down to. I think the more as I'm getting into it, mm-hmm. I'm really understanding the value of shoes and what shoes hold to an outfit. Yeah, and what shoes mean to an outfit. Facts. And how a shoe could change the whole dynamic of an outfit. Or a wardrobe. I'm a firm believer in that. Okay, wardrobe. I really believe that. Like, if you pull up and you have the off-white Nikes on and you're wearing some sweatpants and you're just wearing a... You can tell a lot about what, what about a person based off what shoe they got yeah, on. Yeah, and you're wearing a white t-shirt, sweatpants, and some off-white Nikes. I'm going to be like, you're still clean. Just make sure your clothes are ironed. Yeah, if you're coming in crispy... <laughs> Like, Chris, I'm like, oh, this nigga yeah, clean. Yeah, so, yeah. mind you, I work at the grocery store. Yeah. So, I was very observant of the things that I see people wear, right. people act, how they right. interact with anything. Asians got it. Asians the Chinese, been Asian had it. community, they've they been, been had it, but they be really putting up to this. They be really just having stuff on, and yeah. they just be walking around the store. No, like, literally. <laughs> literally. Uh... I saw an Asian at my first spot. Bro had on, like, literally some Under Armour sneakers, some shorts, and T-shirt. But it just fits different on it him. Fit, I, don't I don't know how to explain it. I don't know how to explain it. I don't know how to explain it. But shout out to the Asian. Yeah. Shout out to the Chinese. Shout out to the Philippines. Shout out to Korea. We love y'all. Protect Asians and blacks, okay? Both can, can, can we just support each other during that movement? Because yeah. it's almost like picking a side. Do you feel that way? It's almost yeah. like picking a side. Like I don't want to pick. Support. I don't want to choose, bro. Just Stop everyone. Asian hate and black hate. Stop all of it. Asian hate, black Hello. hate, all of that. We love y'all, though. Yeah. I got a question. What's good? How do you feel about the passive aggressiveness in, in the workplace? Oh, my gosh. I have a low tolerance for bullshit in the workplace. I have a low tolerance for it, dog. What can you say about it? You don't have to go too much I'm into that, but no, what would I'm you not. really say about passive aggressiveness? Like, you know, I think dealing with passive people in the workplace, you got to be super sure of yourself. 
and don't allow people to punk you around because people will play politics and work you know and you got to know yourself you got to know when to speak and when not to speak somebody may really be getting on your ass and for you to be okay or for you to kind of come back with your rebuttal later you may have to take that ass chewing mm-hmm. you know like everything doesn't have to be said and with the passiveness kind of off topic i saw a tweet somebody said i'd be at work being so fake i'd be replying oh yes sounds good whole time it sounds horrible (laughs) i couldn't have related more because i'd be like oh yeah on it sounds good you know man sometimes you gotta say sounds good and the shit sounds like fucking trash but if you black in the workplace man hold your own people know you there whether you're not because your skin showing and your skin glowing so walk in that and you employed, you got it. We talk about it a lot on here, style-wise mm-hmm. and, and everything that goes on. But yep. I think it's more, the, the the light shines more on you when you're a well-dressed African-American in the workplace. Because all our listeners aren't just males there's, yeah. there's females in here as well and there may be some people that may I almost want to say this I think I think being well groomed is almost a little bit more important than being well dressed because nah. if if you if you are well groomed your hygiene top 10 no nah. am I trying to convince you or me nah whoever you're trying to convince I feel it 100% and they go and hand in hand they go hand in hand okay be well groomed and be well dressed but I'm telling you this I can come into work with not a haircut, but if I have on a suit, my presence is felt. Versus on versus if I have if I'm well groomed and I come in with a collar shirt and some regular pants, it's like, oh hey, you're here today. What's up? Right. But if you come in with a suit, niggas gonna be. It don't matter if your haircut cut. No matter if you. Hung over from the next day. If you come in there with a suit on, people gonna be like, "Oh, you got a suit on today." They're not yeah. even gonna be worried about your haircut. Right. They're not worried about if your fingernails cut. They're not. This is but my take. You should still get your fingernails cut. You should still yeah. get the haircut. Get a haircut every ten days. My barber said get a haircut every ten. <laughs> Shout days. out Damien from. I'm gonna say that one more time. Get a haircut every, every ten, 10 days. days. Yeah. Okay. That's it. No, that's good. Um, good insight, Nigel. Round of applause. That's beautiful. It's good. Uh, honestly, this is kind of what I wanted to touch on. Uh, we're at that age where it goes hand in hand. What? What you about to say? Passing us and what? Oh, I was gonna say, um, you know, having people. Uh, wish I got a message. My bad. Uh, how do you feel about setting boundaries in relationships? And go hand in hand. Friendships. Exactly. I um, think. Work relationships. Exactly. How important is boundary setting? I think boundaries are very important in the work setting because you got you to gotta set the tone. You got to let niggas know, like, hey, this is who I am. This is mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. This what I'm. This what I'm about. Uh, this is who I am. This is what I'm about. And whatever you need... I'm here for you, but I'm not finna overextend myself. And I think that's when the disrespect becomes in yeah. the workplace when you overextend yourself. When right. you when you make yourself too available in the workplace or people, in a relationship. Or in a relationship too. Yeah. People will feel like they could treat you any type of way because nice. they feeling that you're always gonna be a service. Mm-hmm. You're always going to be somewhere. Oh, he can they, do it. They can count on. She can do it. And, and there's nothing. Let me get. The, let me let me make sure I say this. There's nothing wrong with being counted on. You know, uh, my manager. He always says my colleague. I really don't like calling my manager my manager because he's really my colleague at the end of the day. My colleague. He always say he just oversees what I do. That's a good way to put it. My colleague that just oversees what I do. So. <laughs> He just, he's always says, like, you work between the hours of this and this. Yeah. Anything before that, anybody emails you, anybody do anything before that time, you don't have to reply to the time that you're actually on the clock. 
And when that time, when your time frame ends, that's when you off the clock. Now, if you choose to do something in, but after that, that's on you. You know what I mean? That's good. And so he always presses the fact of you have a X amount of break for lunch. You got an X amount of breaks during the day. Take those. And if anybody bothered me them times, you could literally say, hey, I'm on this. I'm on my break. I'm on my lunch. Yeah. I'm not answering right now. That's boundary that's, setting. That's boundary setting. It's yeah. letting people know during these times, this is what I'm doing. Yeah. You know? That's important. And I think when it comes to friendships, I think friendships, bro, you just... You can love people from a distance. You can love people up close. You can love people... You can just love people. I think that's the biggest thing that people don't understand. It's like, if I don't talk to you every day, man, I don't do none of that. It's like, bro, I still love you. I yeah. want everybody to win out here. Yeah. Uh, the boundaries more so come when the disrespect comes. Hmm. When you start pe- picking up on disrespect, that's when you got to start setting boundaries with people. Yeah. Uh, but honestly, like, other than that, bro, I want to see everybody win. Facts. I think boundaries in relationships... In relationships, you just need time alone. You just need time to be with to yourself be. and your thoughts to be. Like, yeah. honestly, bro. Yeah. Seriously, you just need time to, to digest everything that's going on around you. You know what I'm saying? Everything that's happening in your life. You know, it may be an uptime in your life and you just want to soak in, like, all the blessings that you're getting. Mm-hmm. It may be a downtime in your life and you just want to, you know, be in that moment of that time and just say, you know what? This is making me having an eye open and make me want to do this and make me want to do that. So I think it goes hand in hand, though. The biggest thing that I said in all of that is, though, take your time with I me. Mean, no, I'm not going to say take. Well, yeah, take your time with yourself. Yeah. Be with yourself. I yeah. think that's the biggest thing in the workplace. When you at the workplace, bro, have time when you with yourself. When you in a friendship, have time, bro. But you don't have to always be with your friends. You ain't always got to go turn up on the weekends. You yeah. ain't always got to go do X, Y, and Z, bro. Be yeah. with yourself. Like, have fun with yourself in your relationship. Have fun with yourself. I think the biggest thing, too, a lot of people of our generation struggle with is, like, finding hobbies. You know, yeah. it's at a certain point. Like, I, this is my therapy. I love this part. If you listen to this still right now, I don't know what our time count is but like this shit's good and you're a part of it so finding your hobbies you know within your busy life as an adult is a new challenge that people don't talk about enough you know like people get people become workaholics and i can see how you know what i'm saying so setting those boundaries still knowing who you are because you're not your job you're not your title you're not you're not what your family says you are you know like you have to really find that out for yourself so it's good shit I think the biggest thing that I heard over the past what two days or a day and so would be uh, Jonah Hill talking about Mm. uh, in his uh, what's in my back yeah GQ GQ, that's fire yeah it's fire yeah the surfboard and shit surfboard and he was saying like in my late 30s I had to find a hobby because I didn't want to be this yeah. person that was just a workaholic. Yeah, he did say that. So he was doing jiu-jitsu, surfing, shit, all yeah. that stuff. So, like, but piggyback on what you just said. Yeah. It's essential to find a hobby because, yeah. bro, if you all you're doing is working right now and... Or if you know, all you're doing is scrolling right now. Scrolling. Whatever, what are you doing in your free time? What are you doing in your free time, bro? That's your good. hobby could be literally, I want to go to a movie every week and yeah. watch a movie. And yeah. you just catching up on films. Like, you just watching. You a film You a film intaker. Like, you yeah. like films. So, what you do? You go to the movies and watch films every day. Uh, you may be a person that likes music. So, you go to vinyl shops. You go to Pete, different concerts. Pete, Pete. Just to hear different artists, Pete. different genres of music. Right, you know right, what I'm saying? Right. So no, that's good. Honestly. It, it's, it's literally like whatever you feel like your hobby could be. And when you dive into your hobby, don't just stick to one genre of your hobby. Yeah. Like, okay, if you want to start fighting, go to a boxing, go to jiu-jitsu, go to karate, martial arts. go to martial arts, go to all yeah. those things, you know, go to kickboxing. You know, my, you know, one of my hobbies that I want to get into, 
Shout out Frank. I know Frank's listening to this because he always hits me up. My nigga in Boston. Shout out Frank. Shout out to the people in Boston. Shout out to uh, Frank. I got Where did I park my car? Facts. I got a cousin that played for the uh, New England Patriots. Shout out to him. Frank uh, Frank rock climbs and he makes me want to rock climb. I fuck with that. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he like, works at a rock climbing place. That's a hot, I mean, that's a hot, it's fire. That's a, that's a, a hobby. Yeah. I mean, when I did... Uh, Hiking for the first time. That was my first time ever doing hiking. Mm-hmm. Shout out to hiking. That shit was fun. Shout out to hiking. Cool, Shout out bro. to nice views. Nice views, bro. Peep. Nice views. I think Shout even with hiking. um, sometimes even people who find their their passion or people who find their hobby, it's so easy for that to for them to want that to potentially potentially to become their job. You know, like even me, I work in design. That was my passion and my hobby at one point, and it became my job. So the hardest thing that I had to struggle with was, like, pivoting to make, you know, like, new hobbies because this is my job now. You got to rediscover yourself all the time. So it's legit. Just millennial talk. Millennial talk. And you said a very valuable thing, too, in that as well. Dropping gems. Nigga Miles dropping gems tonight. Uh Find your hobby, but also realize that when you find your hobby, you don't have to get paid for that, bro. It's a hobby. It's literally doing that out of your enjoyment. You know what I mean? If you were, if you just like working out, you don't have to go be a certified personal trainer, bro. You don't have to do that. If you like watching films, you don't have to go out and try to direct your own film. Yeah. Like you don't have to do that, bro. Like you have your yeah. your nine to five, maybe a side hustle going in your hobby. Let your hobby be something that's feel good and if it does bring you some money in the end it does but at the end of the day bro let you have a like just have, have a, a hobby. hobby like just have something that you enjoy doing it's way it's like, cooler when your hobby becomes that main source of income unexpectedly like unexpe- let it happen unexpectedly you know what i'm saying be Dropping free with it be, be free with it don't have expectations on it just do it because it's hard not to have expectations especially with the gram and all these other things so Take a break. I took a break from the ground. I yeah. had to. It was time. Um, yeah, it was time. How's that been? Have you been more clear? I have. I have. I haven't been comparing my life. Yeah. That's that's me being transparent with the midterms and being facts, honest. Facts, facts, I'm Not comparing my life on the ground, bro. Yeah. People are scared to say that. Like, yeah. Nah, I be on the ground comparing. Like, bro, damn. Yeah. yeah. Nigga living good. Right. She got it. Even females, I, I I respect females. Y'all, it's a lot of boss females. Let me, let me not say females. Women, it's I a lot of boss women. They don't like that. a boss women. It's a lot of boss women out yeah. here. It just make me wonder, like, damn. But I mean, you got to think where we at, man. We live in Houston, exactly. And I, it's a lot of scamming going on. Not even trying to point There's any too fingers. Much scamming going it's on a lot of Houston. scamming going on. It's a lot of scamming going on in the United States. Period. Especially coming off of COVID. Like people found lanes and opportunities to capitalize, and I think, and I and I love it for y'all. I love it for got, everyone because it ain't people just are looking like, rich as hell. Yeah, man. niggas ain't just down and out, but it's like yeah, y'all be yeah. damn near Rolls Royce and Bentleys and shit. I be right. like, whoa, is okay. it rented or is it yours? See, <laughs> and on the gram look like it's yours. So I'm like, hey, why well, don't I got a Bentley? I need a right. Bentley tomorrow. All right, yeah, looking up, bro. <laughs> At the, looking up on CarMax, hey, uh, how much is a Bentley worth? Uh, sir, you cannot afford that. <laughs> no, sir, you are not approved. You don't make enough a year. I'm facts, sorry, bro. But that's me being transparent. Show me the CarFax. Facts. Like, she belong <laughs> to the streets. <laughs> nah, but that's that's the truth though. Like you gotta you gotta you gotta disconnect from some days or yeah. some weeks or just to you know understand that, bro. You on your own time and this shit yeah. is real and it's like yeah, what's your life outside of social media? Yeah, true build question. that, true, build that. True question, build true, that for true statement. What's your life outside of social media? Yeah. It's like, bro. At the end of the day, you gotta wake up, go to work, and on your weekends you gotta not wake everybody, up. But not everybody, <laughs> but on your weekends you gotta wake up and enjoy your weekends. How yeah. you enjoying your weekends? Yeah. So, no good Social insight. media ain't social media ain't involved on that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, how you waking up and enjoying your weekends? That's the real question. Like, right. is it because social media drive you, drive you to enjoy your weekend that certain way, or is it because right. that's something that you naturally want to, to do, do. the weekend? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, good insight. Yeah, facts. Like, 
Shout out to the the Instagram cleanse, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I've been on that. I have to disable that hoe. That's nice. So. Your skin glowing. You look great. It's amazing. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's good skincare. I'm still on that human race. Mm. I haven't been on any other skincare. I need to re-up on that Aesop Into Minds. See, I need to get back on my Aesop. I do. I really I'm, feel I'm like really Aesop on had it. me... They had you right. Glowing. Nah, like, my shit was glowing, nice. Like yeah. glowing. Aesop. A-E-S-O-P. Yeah. Keanu just posted the... the Shout out to Keanu. How do you pronounce Florence. it? Florence. He had that... The, the scrub. The the mittens. Okay, I'm not going to sit here and act like I didn't go buy that shit after. <laughs> I'm not going to sit here. I'm not going to sit here and act like I... had I'm, Nigel and Target looking for the, for the uh, I went exfoliant, to two loca- exfoliant No, mittens. matter of fact, I went to three locations for that. And didn't my, have them. Hold on. Let me explain my day on that. Hot commodity. So, I went to Keanu. Yeah. I went to Keanu blog. I read his stuff. And I said, damn, he got exfoliating gloves? Yeah. Okay, cool. I need to go get me some of this, too. Got the skin. Got the retinol. Yeah. Olay. All I was that. like, bet. All that. I said, okay. Cool. So, after I uh, did that, I said, um, I made it clear I was going to get it that day. So, after that, I uh, went to a store. Target didn't have it. So, I went to another store. Couldn't find the store on the way there. Right. And then I ended up getting uh, my phone died on the way there. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a car charger. Mm-hmm. Put over, got me a car charger, went to another Target, and came up, and I found it. And what I was looking for, and I've been taking amazing showers. How they been working out for you? Really good? Those are, those, those are some really good exfoliating. Like, it really makes your body feel, hmm. like, it's good. Shout out to Real Keanu smooth, Florence. got all the dead skin off. Get the dead skin off your face. It's making you look dead. Keanu Florence, shout out to that blog. Yeah. yeah. Aesop in there, the gloves, the Olay. And he has some, uh, it wasn't Johnson Johnson. It was, I don't want to hear nothing about no butter. Damn it. Was Johnson, shea, Johnson. It was like some shea butter cleanser cream that was good. Okay. That he was using. Okay. Y'all yeah. should go check it out. Yeah. Literally. Go should, check it out. Maybe we should put that in the, uh, link. Link. We should yeah. link that. It's going to be in the bio. It's going to be in the bio. Yeah, we got it. Yeah, we got y'all. That was real good. Man. So, episode five. Great back. episode. We back. Let us know what y'all want to hear next. You know, we, we got some things in the works always. And just wanted to talk to y'all. Let that off. It's our therapy. So. I like that. Therapy sessions. Super healthy. Super. How important is a therapy? A therapist. It's literally. It's life-changing. Life-changing. Shout out my therapist. It is. I'm about to book what's the book right What's the Drake line? I want to say that again. What he say? <laughs> That man said, my therapist voice is making the choices for me. Yeah. <laughs> me too. Okay, okay, okay. That ain't in the Bible. That ain't. Where? Where is they turn up every day? Corinthians what? It don't. <sighs> we checking out. Midterms.